We now return to Ziggy's Gift. The following program is in no way representative of the high-quality programming usually heard on the Maverick Radio Network. The views expressed and fishing techniques demonstrated are not endorsed by this station. The following is not a news broadcast. Hey, welcome to the show. Thank How you are so you? much. I'm so great. This is the five count. I am ton. Yeah, that's ton. And I'm the guy that isn't ton, as I'm known by probably everyone listening. No, you're not. That guy who isn't ton. You're, you're known as the magic man. Really? Yeah. I've never heard anyone I've say heard that. Several different people reference other people calling you the magic man yeah huh. like that song about that man who is magic yeah wow and i'm like oh yeah i do this radio show with this other guy and then they're like he's a magic man they just go off on the whole deal mama fly yeah he's got some magic hands mm-hmm. that's exactly what they say about you and something with his glands. Yeah, and your pants, too. Thank you. They're really nice. Hey, welcome to the five count. It's great to be back. It's pretty I good. I know that's what you were thinking. Yeah. It's so great uh, that you guys are back. We're right in the middle of a heat wave here. Heat wave! It's beautiful. We were just listening to a lot of April wine to <laughs> pump ourselves up for the show. <laughs> Some like it hot, baby. Yes. That's so good. Ton likes it. You likes it. (laughs) Oh, man. It's going to be a good show tonight. It's high quality. Well, let's not go overboard. So what is, you got some plans or? No. uh, Well, yeah. Mm. We've got mailbag questions and hotline. Who's it's got a special guest. Really? First special guest of the new year. Wow. I mean, besides you, of course. Uh Uh-huh. Who is it? Uh, Ton, you're going to be super excited about this. Ivan Dorishuk. You might know him as the founder and singer for Men Without Hats. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Could be doing the safety dance tonight. <laughs> Stay tuned, ladies and gents. Isn't that exciting? Yeah, I think it is. Men Without Hats. It's pretty good. Pop goes the world. Man. We're starting it off the right way. We really are. Feels like we are. Well, you know, 
Just because we are entering our 20th year of making great radio doesn't mean there's any signs of slowing down. Scary thought. Or speeding up, either. Yeah. We're just going to maintain. <laughs> yeah, we're not necessarily accelerating. Just maintaining it. I think we've had the cruise on for some time. Yeah, it's very possible. It's fine. We're still going to get where we're going. What's the big rush? I, I don't know. I don't think there is one. Ton, how's your strep butt? Oh, it's fine. It's clearing up? Yeah, I got one one pill left to take. Tomorrow morning, it'll be good. It's a shot at me. But I feel fine. Some people might say I'm a pill. No. That you have to take. I wouldn't say that at all. Plus, I don't have a problem taking pills. Oh. Everybody complains about pills and, oh, geez, you got to take them giant horse pills. I say, no, nah, it's just a, I mean, it is a large pill, but you just take it. You know what I'm saying? You just take it. And, Why are pills for horses so big? I don't know. Who are you talking to that says old timey stuff like that? People say that stuff to me and I don't really, I don't know. What is even the point of that? In actuality, people always say that. They talk about these horse pills. Aren't you surrounded by learned doctors all day? Yeah, yeah. This is the kind of language they use? It's definitely not them that say it. It's like in-laws that say this stuff. You need to get rid of them. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, actually, when I think about it, the, the vitamins, the daily vitamin that I take is bigger than the penicillin pill I gotta take. I don't know. It's really not a big deal. You know what I found to be helpful? I was taking like a handfuls of supplements and vitamins and multi this and that. Just handfuls. Just for years. Fish oils and gel caps and this, you know, just, I threw all that stuff out. All of it. And I said, not anymore. Not anymore. And I replaced it all with whippets. (laughs) I find that that's helped. <laughs> I haven't even heard that word in the many years with whippets. I bet it did help. I mean, if you were taking 16 or 35 pills or whatever a day, just a couple whippets would be fine. Yeah, I was able to cut all that out. Yeah. Wow. Good for you, man. You don't even need a prescription for it. Innovative. You can just buy a lot of ready whip. Yeah. I mean, do you still eat the whipped cream? Yeah. Okay. That's a whole other problem I have. Okay. But that's fine. It's enjoyable, right? I'm not a doctor. That's but the new way of thinking, right? As long as it brings you joy, it's fine. That's why people listen to this show, uh-huh. even though it's a major chore. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good for you at all. If you're out there listening to this show right now and you feel as though it brings you joy, please let us know. 507-519-2030. That's the five count hotline. Yeah. Tony, you got some fan mail that got sent to my house. Like actual mail. I don't know why uh, I never get mail. Wow. Yeah, it's addressed to you and then says short note for ton to read. Yeah, people love you. Doesn't feel like a short note, though. Feels thick. It's a three stamper. Feels thick. Three stamper. Am I supposed to open this right now? I like it. You like it. I don't know. I like to rock, so it's whatever. (laughs) It's whatever I feel like, right? Wow. 
I could play a song, I guess, if Let's you're play a song struggling over there. Then I'll open it up and we'll we'll go through it together. Okay. Well, thanks for tuning in to the five count. Please stay tuned because Ton is here and Ivan from Men Without Hats is also going to be here. And I'll probably stick around too, just to run the boards, but I'll try not to talk so much because I know sometimes I interrupt your fantasizing about Ton. <laughs> and I apologize. <laughs> Good luck with that. me tiger I'll kiss you show me tiger I'll kiss you take my lips they belong to you but teach me first teach me what to do me tiger when I'm close to you help me tiger I don't know what to do I know that you could love me too but show me first (laughs) show me what to do That I have ever known What must I do To make you my very own Teach me, tiger, how to tease you Tiger, tiger, I want to squeeze you They call me mellow yellow, quite rightly. They call me mellow yellow. 
Trying to show you what your records keep on missing in I'm only trying to help out your crew And I know I must forgive you Cause you don't know what you're doing So sucker MCs, please think twice Would you join the Navy if you didn't like the gravy and rice? Think about it
that you've learned your lesson. Go to church, just confess and tell the preacher you committed sin. Your battle special ed when you couldn't win. You tried, you cried, you shouted, you pouted. But I told you, you should have thought about it. Think about it. Think, 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 think about it. Think, 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 think about it. Think, think, think about it. Dave Bickler, formerly singer of Survivor. You're listening to The Five Count. One bourbon, one beer 
scotch One bourbon One beer Please, Mr. Bartender Listen here I ain't here for trouble And have no fear One scotch One bourbon One beer I don't want soda No bubble gum You got what I want, just serve me some Since my baby's been gone, everything's lost I'm on this kick and I can't get off One scotch, one bourbon, one beer One scotch, one bourbon, one beer Please, Mr. Bartender, listen here I ain't here for trouble, so have no fear One scotch, one bourbon, one beer My woman started me on this spree I can't find her and she can't find me She left this morning Said she wouldn't stay She's been out all night And it's the break of day One scotch One bourbon One beer One scotch One bourbon One beer Please, Mr. Bartender Listen here I ain't here for trouble, so I have no fear One scotch, one bourbon, one beer One more nip and make it strong I got to find my baby takes all night long One scotch, one bourbon, one beer Sorry, Ton. Oh, yes. Didn't mean to keep you waiting. It's uh, it's the five count. We're back. Yeah. One scotch, one bourbon, one beer. That's what I always say. Yeah. And drink. It's pretty weird how much I used to love that song. And Gear Jammer. Wow. This was the one by Amos Bilburn and mm. his Aladdin Chicken Shakers. <laughs> Aladdin Chicken Shakers. Or is it Shackers? I don't know what that even means at all. It means that George Thurgood basically ripped off redid covered and plagiarized every song he ever released i don't know if you're just finding that out now is that weird i'm very sorry but he actually didn't write anything yeah that's a weird thing and we had him on the show quite a few years back and he was kind of a richard but you didn't see that coming no Wish we would have had Albert Collins on instead. That would have been awesome. Eh, what are you going to do? That would have been way sweet. Man. Ton could have sang Babysitting Blues with him. (laughs) Baby, baby. Man, what a guy. Hey, welcome back to The Five Count, starring Ton. Here we are. What a guy. (laughs) We've got some, uh, I've got specifically, some mail from, I believe, John and New Did you ever think, did you ever stop to think... 
when you open up these, uh, well, I guess you don't open up these letters. I typically do. How much? No, I just of, deliver them to you. How much of John's saliva I've come in contact with over the years? You think that's why you've been sick for the last three months? I'm sealing these envelopes. That's pretty weird. I mean, it's very possible. John, are you a healthy kind of guy? Look at this. Wow. As I as I open something on air where you can't see. John sent a poster of, uh, let me see here, Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken. Ooh. I don't know anything about that. DreamWorks. From the studio that brought you Shrek and How to Train Your Dragon. Teenage Kraken. I don't know. Seems like one of those shows that my kid might like one day. Sounds made up. I don't know. It's a movie poster of it. Let me see. Let's see here. He's got a couple of newspaper clippings. New Ulm, Minnesota, Thursday, September 28th, 2023. No more Whoppers. Burger King closes in New Ulm. No. Yeah. Is that for real? Or McCarthy is back to square one as the Senate pushes ahead. I don't know what. Maybe I should read his note first, and then maybe he'll explain. Right? Ooh, he's got a Black Friday ad that he wrote a letter on. It is indeed a very short letter. Kraken poster for Dustin Orr. Tons Kids. New Ulm Fly-In Breakfast article for Ton. Burger King article also enclosed. It's almost midnight, January 10th. So I'll keep this note short. Have a good day, Dustin and Ton. John. Wow, it was in, is the shortest note I've ever got from John in New Ulm. So am I missing the significance of Burger King closing? Or is um, it just something you wanted to share with us? Other than you loving Burger King? I don't I haven't been to a Burger King in probably thirty years. Maybe no. that's why they closed. Did you ever think years. of that? No. Way to go, Ton. Like yeah. most things, I blame you. Listen, I'm not the sole reason why the place closed down. Well, you didn't last, do anything to stop it. <laughs> last time I was there, I'm pretty sure I ordered off the dollar menu anyway. So, huh, very interesting. Herman Fest, fly-in breakfast, you read, 5K Color Fest. You silently reading to yourself does sound very interesting. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to, like, get a handle on what I'm supposed to read here, but, oh, wow. Scott Sparlin plays the guitar with the Bachfest boys. Is that all during this pancake feed thing? Unbelievable. Attendees watch in amazement as Ron Fagan drives a 1943 World War II Stenson L5 reconnaissance plane into the Lions Club fly-in breakfast. Wow. That's amazing. Is it a fly-in breakfast or is it a pancake feed? Well, so it seems like there is a difference. It's a fly-in breakfast, but they probably serve a lot of pancakes. You know? It looks like a similar setup to what I was at at the Mankato Airport. This is great. We should go to both of them, Dust. Do you want to come to this? I don't. Oh, bring your son? Hold the phone. Hold the phone or the newspaper classifieds. Did you realize the nitty-gritty dirt band is coming to Mankato? 
I did not. You and me, Ton, can go fishing in the dark. We really could. This summer. Wait a minute, though. If I go fishing in the dark with you, you won't come to a fly-in breakfast with me? What kind of friendship is this? One-sided. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like here. Well, I bet your kid would like to see some airplanes, wouldn't he? Doubt it. Why? What's the problem? What's the matter with your kid? Your kid doesn't like airplanes? No, he doesn't like you. He doesn't like it. Yeah, I was at your house recently, and your kid loves me. He couldn't stop talking to me. Uh, he doesn't get out much. If I would have asked him to come home with me, he probably would have said, yeah. John, thank you so much. That was a nice letter. Yeah. Ton, is there anything else happening in your life that isn't causing you such heartburn? Uh, no. You seem everything. really mad. Yes, everything is upsetting and uh, stress-inducing. But why? And you, heartburn. You have so much going for you. Did I tell you that I'm married? Um, you had mentioned it yeah, in passing. It. Or maybe 100% of it. I think I was at the wedding. Yeah, you were. I think. I've never seen a photo of it, so maybe it didn't happen. I mean, it did. But, you know. <sighs> yeah. No, it's pretty good. Don't my, you remember I requested uh, Eddie my, Murphy's Boogie in Your Butt? Yeah. My daughter loves that song now. Just this morning, I was getting her in the car ready to go to school with her friend Caroline, and immediately we get in the car, and Sophia goes, put a little Caroline in your butt. That was Ton's uh, wedding song. <coughs> Put a tin can in your butt. Put a little tiny man in your butt. Yes. Yeah, my daughter's getting really good. She's um, she she can recite a bunch of the song and she makes up her own lyrics about it. And she'll just walk around the house. Put a fish in your butt. Put all that plant in your butt. Put some water in your butt. She just everything. She'll just look at something and she goes on and on. Tons of fun, Dad. Yeah. It's pretty good. So, again, why why the heartburn? I mean, you look like Terry Silver. Yeah. You've got your own radio show. <laughs> You're a YouTube sensation. I'm not really. Not at all. You listen to a lot of April Wine. You want to know something funny? I just got an email tonight by some place, and it has to be a scam. Some Is it person, a Nigerian prince. I well, they definitely have a link that they would very much like me to. Let's click it to click, click on my it. phone. I'll click it. I recently came across your Instagram page and was really impressed by your multifaceted talented talents. Your art, <laughs> music, radio personality are all truly inspiring, and I love the way you bring your passions to life. I.e., I would really like the chance to, like, somehow. Get to we, know you better. Yeah, we specialize in organically growing Instagram accounts with real engaged followers, no fake followers or bots. By increasing your organic follower count, you can expect to see more likes, comments, story views, and direct messages. I've prepared a partnership proposal for you to review here with a link to click. Yeah, right. Yeah, Is it right. important for you to have strangers liking and commenting on your instagram not at all does that get you money or something in fact i haven't even posted to instagram in several years so what are you saying 
I'm saying I am not a YouTube sensation or, you know, popular on any of the social medias at all. I really just don't even use them. It's very disheartening. Oh, I know. I look at because I could use some help. Like some kind of street team or just like maybe a share or something. Ton's like, nah, that's fine. I'll just continue talking out loud to nobody. Yeah, it's all, um, I'm pretty sure that it's all rigged now. Unless you're willing to pay money for stuff to, to get likes and whatever, just to be seen, I guess. I think it's all rigged. To like not really do anything for you. Maybe you could start paying some money so we could be seen. And then what? What's the end goal? Um, another 20 years. I mean, I feel like John and Floyd shout see us and that's good enough for me right now. I mean, I hope Nikki still sees us. Twitter Lori, I have no idea. I assume she doesn't care anymore. No, you chased her off. I don't know how. I had nothing but wonderful things to say to her. You come on a little strong. There, I said it. I did do a lot of moaning and groaning as soon as you hear her voice, but... You know, the moaning, I think people can tolerate, but when you throw in the groaning, then it's just like, dude... It gets a little over the top. Just dial it back. Yeah. Well, that's that's the problem. I just have so much passion, specifically for Twitter Lori, that I can't. It's not containable. You know? It just comes out. What am I going to do? Stop. Got to express, <laughs> express my true feelings, Dust. Well, Ton, I got a message here. No way. From John and New Alms' sister. Oh, wow. She said, thank you very much for your good wishes. I really appreciate it. I've been fighting ovarian cancer for over seven years. I love my brother, John, very much. He enjoys your radio show and friendship. He talked to me about you and your show many times. Hope the new year is treating you right. Love, John and New Alms, sister. That's very nice. That is very nice. Might be the nicest and possibly only nice thing anyone's ever said to us. Yeah, wow. That's amazing. It's really no problem, John's sister. You know, I hope that you're doing well. My mother, uh, excuse me, my grandmother battled cancer for, I think, exactly seven years. Um, so that's a rough, that's a rough deal. Man, that is a rough deal. I hope you're doing well. I hope this show helps. I'm sure it does not. But I mean, it is maybe here. could. Is it reassuring, maybe, just to know that it's on, even though you never want to listen to it? You just know it's there? Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's part of it. I don't know. Maybe it's helpful to just know that there's some other guys out there that are suffering through it all, you know, willing to bear our hearts, our souls. Is that what we're doing? I mean, that's what I try to do. What do I do? I don't know. Fumble around and make jokes about me burying my soul. I sound like a real Richard. (laughs) 
But you're not actually. You're big softy on the inside, and you know I know. No matter how much you pot shot me, I know that deep down you love me very much. Up until tonight. What do you, you mean? know? Did you know that Ton and I have tickets to see Metallica? Oh and yeah! Ton walks in and he says, "You ever notice that Metallica isn't good at all?" <laughs> I was like, "I didn't I, say I that." I knew this was going to happen. I didn't say that. I didn't say that exactly. I didn't say that. Ton makes plans and then immediately goes into action, thinking uh, of a way to get out of the plans. That's not true. I said, "It's mostly true." Have you ever listened to Metallica? And then ever had like a thought that they possibly aren't as good as you thought they were, or everyone thinks that they are. And I said, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. I think I just ran into a bad patch with them, or I'm listening to the wrong albums. Um, yeah. The early stuff is great. I don't are know. there any wrong albums? Yes. I mean, I think so. I mean... Mm, I don't think so. You like all of them equally? Love, Tom. Really? I like, like, all of their albums. St. Anger? Yep. You love that. Reload? Mm-hmm. Especially Reload. Why? Why? Why Why do you... A real fan wouldn't question me. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm not a real fan. I am... No, I'm very excited to go to that show with you. I'm very excited about it. Um, I think it's going to be great. I think... Yeah, I'm not at all saying I don't like them or I'm against them. Got to get it together, Don. You ain't a true fan. You know what else you're not? What? You ain't my bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. It's, It's like, yeah, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just because I've actually never, I've listened to tons of Metallica and I would say I was much more of a true fan at a different, you know, through the nineties. Um, I was into it pretty heavy, but I've actually never really loved Kirk Hammett's soloing style. I think Hetfield is an absolute machine on rhythm guitar. Um, but the solos never really spoke to me. And that always was just like, I don't get it. I don't get it. There's some issue there with that. <laughs> and I don't even, I'm not even saying that I don't like the guy. I've watched several like full interviews with him and stuff. And I actually really like Kirk Hammett. I, I think maybe. He, I would probably, out of anyone in the band, I would probably most like to sit down with Kirk and, like, if I had the opportunity to sit down and, like, talk to one of them. Kirk would probably be the one. I think he's, I actually, in more recent years, with the interviews that I've seen of him, um, he seems like a fantastic human being. Just period. Great person. Great guy. So it's not meant to be like a, a negative statement towards them. It's or, or him even in general. It just didn't ever do it for me, and I always sort of like wondered what the heck. Especially at that time, and this will be controversial. And I think some we got into this once before. Especially the, around the same time, 
when I was listening to Pantera and Dimebag soloing was so awesome. I don't know. It was hard for me to be like, like, how is this Metallica thing so huge and considered way better than this other thing? Just interesting. Interesting Uh, thought. I was always a metal church guy myself. Yeah. Good for you. Those guys hit me like a ton of bricks. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they do. I can only imagine. You know who my second favorite band is? Who? Men Without Hats. Yeah. Did you know that we've got uh, Ivan Dorshuk on the show tonight? You mentioned that earlier. He's the founder and the singer for Men Without Hats. That's awesome. Remember the safety dance? I do. Yeah, he wrote that. That's amazing. He's on the show tonight. Had a chance for a quick chat with Ivan. I don't know if he had a hat on or not. Oh, you should have asked him. Well, we could listen to what I did ask him if you'd like. Sure. Then we'll come back if you'd like to do that. Sounds great. We're joined today by Ivan Dorshuk. You might know him as the founder singer for the band Men Without Hats. They're back on the road here for 2024. Ivan, how's it going today? Pretty good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for joining me. No problem. My pleasure. Well, first of all, Men Without Hats, you guys are back on the road here for quite a few shows in uh, 2024. How's it been going so far, uh, getting back out on the road? Oh, it's been great. We've been at it for uh, a while now, and uh, it's great. It's great to see the, the original fans out there, and uh, we're having a lot, of, a lot of fun. Yeah, I imagine you must be uh, seeing people of all ages out in the crowds these days. Yeah, no, the, 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 our, like I say, our original fans are there. They, sometimes they bring their kids. Sometimes they bring their grandkids. So it's cross-generational. It's, it's a blast. Awesome. Well, will you guys be adding more shows here as the year goes on? Oh, yeah. We're, we're, we're doing uh, quite a bunch of shows this year. We're, we're, uh, we've got the Totally Tubular Tour in the, in the summer, and they're, they're actually adding more, tour, more shows to that tour. And uh, we'll be playing uh, shows all, all over North America. We're going down to South America, Europe. We're going all over the place this year. Excellent. And I see that your brother, Colin, is back playing with you as well. And that's got to be special for you guys to, to be working together still after all these years. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Uh, we're having a, a lot of fun. It's, uh, it's like we're back in the 80s again. It's crazy. Well, I know you had a pair of albums out not too long ago, uh, Men Without Hats again, part one and two. Um, what made you decide to, to get back into the studio again? I know it's been about, I guess, 10 years maybe since the previous album. Yeah, well, it was actually the fans were requesting new music. They kept uh, kept at us, uh, asking us when when are you gonna, guys going to put out a new record. So uh, we were kind of forced to do it, and we had we had a lot of fun making the records. And I think it shows it shows on uh, on the recordings. It's great. Well, the new music it has a classic Men Without Hats sound, but also sounds you know modern as well. I think that says a lot about the influence that that music has had, and you know really how much today's top forty music can really be traced. Back to, to the time when you guys were first um, coming out. Well, that's it. Uh, that's what uh, we realized making this record is that you, uh, listening to Top 40 Radio today, you hear a lot of 80s sounds out there. There's the big drum sounds. There's all the synthesizers, the robot voices. There's all kinds of things that, you know, little, little uh, you know, that reflect back to the 80s. So it's, uh, that's what's helped us keep going. And I think the 80s, people like the 80s because the songs were... There were songs. There were there was melodies. There was sing-alongs, stuff you could sing around the campfire, and stuff that you could remember. And it was it was kind of a happy time. It was good, happy time in music. 
And really, you, I think you could be more adventurous, maybe, you could say, back then. I mean, at any given point on the radio, you could hear maybe half a dozen different genres all within one hour. Yeah, no, that's that's great. I mean, we, well, I grew up in a in a really you know great period of music in the '70s and the '80s and and even the '90s. Those were great times for music. A lot of great songs were written during those periods, and uh, I'm uh, really lucky for that. Well, with all the different uh, music back then and the different genres, the safety dance never really left. It seems like not just radio, but TV and, and movie soundtracks. I mean, really, that song I think is the one that a lot of people think of when they think of that era. Yeah, well, I think, uh, I think the, the lyric is the, the message was, uh, can still be uh, understood today. I think people can still, it still resonates with people. You can dance if you want to, you know, march to your own beat. Don't be uh, influenced by peer pressure. I think especially today that, that message uh, comes across loud and clear to people that uh, they should just do, uh, do what their heart tells them to. Well, it's always great to have a major hit like that but on the flip side i mean you had so many other great songs and uh, maybe people missed some of the stuff that you released is that frustrating at all to to kind of sort of have your music lost in the shuffle maybe in a way from your own success well you know we 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 had a, a people remember us from safety dance and pop goes the world also so i'm i'm kind of doubly blessed and uh you know when i think back there's so many bands there that that tried to to make it and didn't never got heard so if it's only one song or two songs, I, I'm, I'm happy for that, and I'll take it. Well, that time period meant so much to people, and you know, people are very nostalgic f- for that time. And Also, younger kids now are really getting into the music as well. It, it seems like bands who found success back in the, the new wave era, I guess you'd call it, r- really thriving again nowadays. Oh, yeah, that's it. We're back on the road. I mean, we've been doing a lot of these 80s tours and uh, with a lot of my, uh, my contemporaries back then, and uh, we're having a blast. I mean, the, the crowds are great. Everybody's, like I said, bringing their kids, and uh, it was it was a great time for music. And I think that uh, that the kids appreciate that today. Yeah, I love that they have so many of these tours where several bands can get together. And I'm sure there was always, you know, kind of a competition or friendly rivalries back then. But now it's got to be almost kind of like a class reunion to to get all these bands back together again. Exactly, like. I, I likened it to uh, being on a hockey team or being on, on a sports team back then. There was, there was a lot of competition. There's only so many, so many uh, clubs to play at, so many venues. There's only so many journalists to interview you. There's only so many spots on the top 40, you know. So it was a lot of competition back then. But now it's, it, we've, we're all past that. We're all, we're all doing it because we love, we love it and we, we like what we're doing. And uh, it is a big class reunion. It's a lot of friends getting together and, uh, and spreading the word. Well, we mentioned uh, the new albums again, part one and two. Could we see uh, maybe some more stuff down the road? Is there anything else you guys are working on? Yeah, actually, we're going back in the studio in about a month now. We got uh, we got some new stuff coming out, and hopefully, it'll be ready for the for this summer, and uh, we'll be able to release it just before we hit the road. And with the uh, the other albums, it, it seems like there's new stuff on there, and and then some of that stuff maybe uh, from back in the day that you guys just got around to finishing up. Yeah, that was uh, the, the, those albums were part one was a uh, is a is a cover cover songs or album of cover songs, and part two is a bunch of songs that we had a bunch of stuff back in the vault. We had a lot of demos that were that never got released, and uh, so we finished all these things up. And uh, that's why it's, it it sounds like the '80s, but it's contemporary too. So it's uh, it's a lot of fun. 
That's awesome. You guys held on to that stuff. You know, as we mentioned, what what's old is new again. Uh, that stuff is uh, back out, and it's uh, back on the top of the charts again. So it's great that you guys are in the mix. Yeah, no, like I said, those are those were. It was a good time in music, and a lot, a lot of good songs, a lot of great melodies, and stuff that people, you know, when you have a great melody out there, it's it can be remembered for a long time. Well, Ivan, we mentioned uh, the music you're working on and the shows this year. Is there anything else maybe we should be watching out for? Well, that's about it. We, we're pretty busy. We've, uh, you know, between recording and uh, and these uh, these concerts coming up, uh, we've been pretty busy, and we're hoping to do it for uh, quite a while yet. So, uh, well, the crowds are 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 there and uh, everybody's having a great time so it's it's really really great to be back excellent again it's been great speaking with you ivan uh, i've been a big fan of yours for a long time and it's great that you guys are back out and, and getting it done and hopefully we can speak again sometime yeah thanks a lot dustin bye-bye now and again that was ivan dorishuk from men without hats they're back on the road here for 2024 you can get more information at safetydance.com
It is Murr from the TV show Impractical Jokers, and you are listening to The Five Count. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, pop goes the world by men without hats.
What's the problem? I don't know stuff. Yeah, I don't know much stuff either. I mean, I I would like to know things. Yeah. And sometimes I think I know stuff, but then it's like, I talked a ton and it's like, I don't know anything. <laughs> well, I mean, I know a lot of things about a lot of different things, but I don't know a lot of stuff about certain things. I know that I don't know a lot of stuff. That's All right. it. All right. I do know that was our exclusive interview with Ivan Doroshuk from Men Without Hats. Pretty good. Pop goes the world, ton. Awesome. Got a text message sent to the Five Count Hotline. Directly, 507-519-2030. That's the Five Count Hotline. I'd like to read it to you if you don't mind. Sure. Hey, brought up 2024 Elvis hologram concerts today at work. Remembered Blade Runner 2049 movie. During fight, Elvis hologram does parts of two songs in background. Ton, if you go to New Ulm, don't forget Dill Mustard at Cashwise. Almost top shelf. Uh, maybe Ton can send positive thoughts to my sis. Johnio, soft shell, taco, badaz. P.S. <laughs> Who would Dust slash Ton watch as hologram concert? Pump it up, Miami. Must be vanilla ice residue. Sorry, John. Ton, that's a lot. <laughs> wow. A lot to digest. I will not forget the Dill Mustard if I go to New Ulm. And I was super close to going to New Ulm last weekend, John. But it didn't happen. Um, Man. I didn't know about what is this Elvis hologram concerts he's talking about, and what is he talking about? Twenty forty nine Blade Runner. I've seen that film. I love it. I don't recall Elvis hologram concerts happening. I've never seen it, but does Elvis fight like a video game robot or something? Not that I recall. I'll have to rewatch it. Good movie. Um, should we go see Elvis's hologram? Yeah. I mean, if that's happening somewhere close by, sure. Elvis hologram show to premiere in London. There it is. Should we go? You know, I'm open to seeing one of these hologram shows. Um, In London? I mean, why not, really? So is he your front runner for a guy who you'd like to see as a hologram? Sure. Well, it's happening. You're in luck. It's really, that's a really interesting, strange thought, if I'm honest. Um, Be honest. Ah, uh, man. I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. So, you can't I'm, say Ingve Malmstein because he's still alive. Yeah. I'm, so I'm open to experiencing one of those concerts but i don't think you don't think tupac hologram would open for elvis probably wouldn't i don't think that i'm that i'm looking forward to it necessarily it's more like one of those things where if the opportunity arose i i would be open to possibly experiencing it you know <laughs> i don't know that i would seek it out many more times um and elvis is a good idea for that because 
with Elvis, you can have more. Um, I mean, so I've never seen actually Elvis, you know, live when he was live, obviously. And I've seen him on DVDs and whatever. And uh, the performances, depending on the era, they seem like the performance would be pretty um, repeated. There might be a little bit of improv happening there, but it's not going to be wildly different. And he's just, you know, singing basically. So it would probably be a good experience where if I said something like Jimi Hendrix, I feel like all that magic would be kind of lost because you wouldn't, it, you know, there's still, I'm guessing like just picking a concert and you you know, you're hearing whatever concert they're playing through the speakers and seeing a holographic image of that person sort of recreating that concert. Like when we saw the Prince hologram thing? Yeah. That was a little weird. It was very weird. And not at all. Like, that's not... I mean, I don't even know... I mean, (laughs) I don't know what how to even explain that thing. You know? And they at least still had... The like the band there, you know, there's band members and stuff that played with them and everything, and different people did different songs and sang them, and then it was more like they just had a part of the show was like, was it full legit hologram or what? I mean, it was like you saw a concert, you know, on the screen with him singing and stuff, and. You know, it was more like you end up just watching a concert of him, of that person, like on a screen, you know, like you're watching a DVD, but at a big venue with a lot of people, which makes it okay, but kind of weird. Again, not something I think I would seek out necessarily. So I can't decide between Little Richard or if Buck Owens and Roy Clark got back together and performed with the Hee Haw Gospel Quartet. Okay, wow. One of those two would be my choice. Well, I would go a Little Richard with you for sure. Not the Hee Haw Gospel Quartet? Sure. I mean, I don't I don't really see why they couldn't all be in the same show, actually. Like, why couldn't it be the Gospel Quartet opens, Little Richard, and then, like, end the show out with James Brown? Over Dio? Yes, definitely over Dio. There is a Dio hologram in storage someplace. I don't want the Dio one. Oh. I've seen Dio live for real twice. If I die, would you bring me back as a hologram? Yeah, but you would be just for me in my house. Let me ask you this. If I, ton forbid, were to pass away, would you use old audio of me? Like old shows where you just have my voice and then you create brand new shows by talking to dead beyond the grave me. Do you think that could work? Well, yeah. With new AI technology, I think you can most definitely make that work. I just want to say for the record that you have my permission to do that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it seems like they're even working on that, and I think they'll be working more towards that. this holographic concerts. I mean, like KISS, the thing I talked to you about with KISS, they're seeming to use that, like trying to work AI into it, and so that 
they can physically retire, but then now when you go to a KISS concert, it's going to be, I don't know if it'll be holograms or just computer, like, AI KISS on a giant screen, you know? And that could be me. And they're supposed to, like, they're working with ILM, I'm pretty sure, Industrial Light and Magic, to put together a concert experience with, like, AI KISS. I'm talking about just this show. Can you feed, between this show and my commercial radio days, there's tens of thousands of hours of me talking. Yeah. That you could feed into a computer someplace. Oh, yeah. And then it would create, like, that Max Hedrum version of me. It would be an AI you. And then you could do the show with computer me. Yep. In fact, they could probably even generate an image. The AI could generate an image of you, and so on screen it'd be like you're still here and I'm looking at your face. Are you comfortable with that? And you'd still like react the same way that you actually do. I don't think I'm comfortable with it at all. But you're willing to do it if it were my final wish. Unless it were like Blade Runner 2049 and you could be like an actual full-on hologram that followed me around and you know you're kind of describing a ghost yeah it's kind of should i just haunt you yeah it's fine but then you'd have to get a bunch of equipment and stuff to capture my voice yeah like the ghost busting equipment that's oh that's fine i'm okay with that right isn't that more readily available i'll just look at like Tim you or whatever order some stuff off there is that where you order your ghost supplies I mean I would I don't have any currently because I don't have any ghost buddies that are you know trying to hang out with me but if you were there I would do it for you you don't have any regular buddies you're correct I mean except you that's why you would then be my ghost buddy also that's a lot of pressure on me yeah the question is what would happen if I died the question is, what would happen if we were like were ten years ago in the past? Okay, back when before you died. Okay, what would happen ten years ago? Well, I'll let you know, Tom, because this is the part of the program where we go back ten years in five count history. You're gonna love this. Am I really? Floyd shouts, "Listen up!" January eighteenth, two thousand fourteen, was ten years ago. Ton, you and I celebrated the 30th anniversary of the birth of Hulkamania. Oh, wow. Ah, yes. January 23rd, 1984, when the Hulkster pinned the Iron Sheik. And Ton's life was given meaning. What a time. Do you realize that if 10 years ago was the 30-year anniversary... And tonight, we could be celebrating the 40th year anniversary (laughs) of Hulkamania. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, I don't know. Isn't that wonderful? That's crazy to think about. We played a lot of songs by Hulk Hogan. Uh, It says here we also wrote letters about Ann Ramsey to Penthouse Forum. Oh, that's nice. And Tun discussed his plan to quit the show in order to pursue his new art career. Hmm. That obviously didn't take. 
Because he's still here. Still here. I think the Ann Ramsey penthouse forum letters might have been more lucrative. Yeah, we should have kept up with that, you think? I don't know. I can't tell you how to live your life. All I know is that Hulkamania was running wild 10 years ago. Yeah. And 30 years ago and 20 years ago. Yeah, and right now, too. And right now. Hulkamania running wild. You think there's children out there that know who Hulk Hogan is still? I'd imagine so. Like, you don't think any child knows who Hulk Hogan is? I mean, just children that are into wrestling currently, unless they have a parent that says, hey, there was this guy, Hogan. Probably doesn't matter. No, because a lot of kids love Rocky Three. Really? Pretty sure. He's also in two episodes of the A-Team. How much is a lot? Um, no kids are watching the A-Team, Dust. Your kid is the only kid. Literally. Like, the only one. I just watched it earlier today. I know. I saw it on my Plex server that you were watching. It. Wait, you're keeping tabs on me? I just, I'm just saying it, show, it said somebody's watching, and I said, huh, I wonder what's watching, and it was you watching the A-Team. I didn't know that... If I were watching ton flicks, that you're able to spy on me. Oh, sure. I could see I don't see like anything. this at all. Why not? We could watch together. So you know all the times when I'm at work and I'm supposed to be working, but I'm actually hiding in a corner watching Emmanuel. Yeah, and then I call your supervisor and let them know. I don't like this at all. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't look at any of it intentionally. Um but, yeah, I'm still saying that your kid is the only kid potentially watching A-Team, I think. Do you watch the A-Team with your kid? Sure. I tried to get him to watch E-Haw, but he wasn't having it. Yeah. And he likes Rocky Part 3? Mm, I don't know if you've seen Rocky. Okay. Have you seen Rocky? Yeah bunch of times what if clubber lang was a hologram and rocky had to fight him that'd be sweet i mean not really kind of wait are you saying like holographic boxing match like we go and we're looking at a boxing match and it's holographic rocky and clubber lang yes like we're witnessing that fight holographically yes i'm in I'm more in on that than I am the concerts. It'd be called an evening with Rocky's holograms. Yes. And it would just be like, you could watch Rocky fight Spider Rico. Yes, dude. Every match. Form. Dude, yes. <clears throat> he fights Tommy Gunn. I'm in on that. They fight all through all the fights. And then Tommy Gunn and him ends up out and through the audience. Yes think you're on to something i think yeah. you've said too much this is a not even a million i'd say a billion dollar idea i think you better just keep this to yourself yeah yes ton we could play a song if you want you still listen to music now that you're old and mad oh yeah yeah do you find yourself listening to more mellow things to try to patch up some of your ulcers 
No, I was listening to Metallica on the way up here. Oh, yeah, you told me they stink. You know, um, yesterday I was listening to some Depeche Mode again, which probably could be perceived as more mellow. This morning I was listening to Fraggle Rock. Mm. You know, I mean. Somebody asked me, do you think Ton listened to that Pink Floyd you played last week? And I said, <laughs> no. No. Ton does not listen to this program. <laughs> It seems weird because I'm on it. I'm on the program. You played Pink Floyd last week. You should get with the program. How much Pink Floyd did you play? A lot of it. No way. Good 10 minutes or more. 10 minutes? Well worth it. All right. Well worth it. Well worth it. Wow. Who was asking you this question anyway? Uh, Probably beautiful women. That yeah. makes up most of our audience. Okay. That's amazing. Yeah. Or it might have been the ghost of Roy Clark. <laughs> Sometimes I hear his haunting banjo <laughs> from the cornfield. <laughs> I would hang out with him. Like he the ghost was- version. He was quite the picker. I ain't afraid of no ghost. Are you afraid about the song I'm going to play next? Yes. It's the new Metallica from Morload. It's called. It's a new album. (laughs) They've got more load. (laughs) I'm sure they do. Let's hear it. Okay. Come on, they do work it. I told my brothers, don't you ask me for no 
There, this is Claude Coleman Jr. from the band Ween. You're listening to the Five Count.
something she likes me for me 
Well, <laughs> welcome back to the five count. Oh, yeah. Not because Ton smells like Leonardo and that guy whose name's Don Pardo. I don't know the words, <laughs> even though we just heard the song. Oh, uh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That is an adjective you could use to describe this program. Yeah. It really is. Not many choose that one, but... I mean, some people might at some point in time. In I've history. heard I've heard irritating. Irritating. I've heard uh, obnoxious. Okay. I've heard embarrassing. Embarrassing. Offensive. Yucky. Heard that one tossed around a little bit. Okay. Yuck. That's what they say. When you're like, oh, I do this radio show, and they just go, yuck. No, typically after they hear it, okay. that's when they say that. Oh, yuck. They're usually pretty, I guess, optimistic when they first hear about it. Uh-huh. But then afterwards, ugh. Ugh. Get a lot of that. What is it? I mean, about it. I think it's my face. Oh, even though they can't see it. You can sense it. You can just feel your face. You can just, the ugliness somehow comes uh-huh. through your speakers. Yeah. You can just sense it. You know, I've heard that about you. I've never experienced it myself. Like I've said many times in this program, I think you're a very handsome man, but... Ton tries not to look directly at me. Yeah. Yeah, very ugly. (laughs) Very ugly. (laughs) Very handsome, I said. Yeah, it's all right. (laughs) Don't be ridiculous. Todd, what if there was a perfect stranger's hologram? Again, love this idea. I don't know what context it would be use, useful for, but I'd like to know that it was out there. That's Larry another, Appleton hologram? That's another idea. What if we could set up studios and then give people the option, the the ability to be in the studio audience of an old show such as Perfect Strangers? Like we could recreate the entire TGIF lineup? Yes. With holograms? Yes. It sounds expensive. Couldn't we just watch some old DVDs? Yeah, I mean, we could do that, yeah. Yeah, back to the drawing board. Yeah. (laughs) That does seem easier and much less expensive. I think I'm still sick, Tony. Really? Sick of me, or? Yeah. Okay. Most definitely. Well, thanks for being honest. Well, if there's one thing I'm known for, it's my honesty. Really? You're known for that? I think so. Huh. And my glutes. That I can I can see happening. Right before your eyes. <laughs> yes. Wow. Tom, did you know that we're on uh, the internet? I had no clue, actually. All these years? What do you mean? Like you do a... You got like one of those... It's called a website. No. What is that even? Um, it's kind of like our own special place on the internet. It's like you're on a forum site, you're saying. Something like that. Talk to some people or... No. I don't talk to anyone. Okay. Don't try to talk to me. It's like email. Except no talking. It's not like that at all. Not that... Okay. Okay. You know what? I don't know what it is. 
But I do know it's very expensive. It's our own special place on the internet, you say. And I know no one looks at it. Okay. I pay for it, and then it sits there and dies. <laughs> Again, thank and, you for And that your is honesty. the internet. <laughs> and that is the internet. Wow. But it is there. The5count.com. A lot of fun stuff on there. I mean, that's subjective, but... Yeah. There's stuff on there. Whether or not you have fun or enjoy interacting with it, that's your own business. You know, it'd be really interesting to do some studies on that. When people go to the internet, what do they do? What websites are they going to? Mm, probably like porno sites. And or why aren't any of them the five count? Sites with recipes. Probably recipe? Ticketmaster to buy tickets for the nitty gritty dirt band. That doesn't happen anymore, does it? Ticketmaster? Ton, I don't know. I suppose you have to buy everything on the internet now, right? You could uh, send us money on Patreon. That might be fun. You could do that. We have a lot of stuff on there. You get early access to this show. In case you don't want to listen to it on a Saturday, you just be like, hey, how about I listen to it on Thursday morning? While I'm at work. Not working. Not working. Amazing. You could watch the five count at the movies. There's a new one of those coming up soon. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure what it's going to be, but you'll probably love it. It's going to be amazing. What else do we have, Ton? We're on YouTube. We are on YouTube. We've got something called the five count co-op where Dusty and I play old school video games and we're pretty terrible at them. So, I mean, if you want to watch someone be not good at stuff. To make yourself feel better about yourself, go ahead and tune in. I'm thinking we should do a hee-haw watch-along. You think so? Uh, it says here there's 23 seasons. We can bust through that, can't we? Yeah, that should be quick. 23, it's no big deal. Right? It's no big deal. Hey, I don't know. I do want to say thanks to Ivan Dorshuk for being on the program tonight. Men Without Hats. They're still out there on the road nice getting it guy. done. Thank you so much. And uh, Ton, you're you're okay. Yeah, I'm just okay. It's very mediocre these days. I think I'm running out of gas because I'm still sick from all those people I kissed. Well, just grab onto the biggest back in the world and, you know. Okay. 